This is the Floorball Guru Podcast, episode 38. Welcome back to the Floorball Guru Podcast. Today, we're going to focus a lot of our topic in this short 10, 12-minute section about teaching. Teaching the sport of floorball at the very basic levels. And because I think that the, the majority of the current growth in the sport is, is going to be coming from the youth levels, uh, let's say 12 years old and younger, specifically looking at, at that kind of age group, um, I think it's really important that people have the, uh, the abilities and, the, and maybe some of the, the tips and tricks or, or whatnot about teaching uh, that maybe they don't have. And again, if you're teaching, um, if you have, and I, you know, if you're somebody that wants to learn and grow, you can teach this sport. You can teach any sport. You don't have to have, uh, you know, a degree or or a, a certain certification or, or any of this other stuff. And frankly, that's one of the things I really like about the sport in its current format is that you don't have to have X, Y, and Z in order to get involved, in order to play, in order to teach, or th- things of that nature. Uh, officiating, that's that's a little bit different thing, um, at least at the higher levels. Uh, we should always be looking to train and, and get better in those areas and have those standard that standard knowledge. But what I really love about teaching, especially at the beginner levels, is you have so much freedom and so much um, at your disposal to, to get creative and to pull from all of your experiences. You know, what I love to do is, is and I do regularly, is pull different drills or activities or things that are maybe a little bit out there and throw them into my classes and sometimes just see what happens. It's not always going to work out well. Um, it's, you know, sometimes it's a hit right off the bat and maybe the first time you do it, it's great. And the next two times it falls apart. And the next time after that, it's great. And, you know, every time you do it, just like anything, you do something, you're going to learn more. You're going to come away with, uh, again, a better approach. How are you going to do it? How can you be better at it? Maybe it's just simply recognizing the different kids that you're working with. And, and sometimes if you're doing it in a, in a class structure, you never know where the kids are coming from. So while you may be the most prepared person uh, for your lesson or class or thing like that, uh, the kids have different ideas on how, how, how they're going to act and, and can create some interesting challenges along the way. But a couple things, when, when you're thinking about how do I teach this sport? I don't know a whole lot about this sport or, or anything like that. And you look at the actual rule book for floorball. It's, it's pretty big. There's a lot going on uh, to learn to, to kind of get a grasp on. And I, for me personally, I think the key is making sure that when we teach the sport, we're not teaching a version of hockey, that we're actually teaching how to play floorball and we're sticking to that as much as humanly possible with also giving ourselves a little bit of leeway to kind of let things happen or let things play, if you will. So here's a couple things that I like to focus on specifically when I'm teaching or when I'm doing my first lesson or I'm getting people that have never played before, whether it's a demo or I'm doing a presentation or something like that. I really try to hone in on a few key things. The first one is safety. Always focusing on safety. And what I do with with a lot of people, especially with kids, who are really ramped up and want to get going and run and all this other stuff is 
reminding them that a stick is a weapon. It's going to hurt. Uh, and kind of do that. Sometimes I'll step back and I'll make sure no one's around me, but I'll just swing the, the stick like crazy. And I'll say, does anybody want to get hit with this? Everyone says no. I do remind them that sometimes sticks are going to get you. It's going to hurt. It Hopefully it's not on purpose, but it's going to, you know, it does happen. However, we need to make sure that as players, we are in control of our bodies and that we're making sure we're aware of who's around us, that we're controlling our stick at all times. And when we're framing it this way, it get, hopefully gets kids at least in the mindset that I that they need to be in control of themselves and it's a good way to come back as a touch point with them on a regular basis or if somebody's you know being having trouble with that we can kind of address that in a, in a different way and just as those reminders uh, soft touch points and things like that if obviously somebody's being uh, dangerous with it that's a that's a different conversation um, with with that child or, or person and just reminders things like that but the emphasis on safety and and again while you're doing that it's a great way to kind of segue into talking about our stick heights and making sure that our sticks stay below our waist at all times now if you look at the actual sport and the rules you can have your stick you can see these guys coming in with huge slap shots all this other stuff yes there is part of that within the rule but again when you dig deeper into the actual rules it's in proximity to other players and again it's a safety component to it but i don't tell necessarily tell kids that i just tell them keep your sticks below the waist we also come in and we talk about the ball and if the ball goes up in the air we can't put our stick up we we can't grab it we can't use our heads now we treat it like a soccer ball and then we get the ball to the ground where we can't touch the ball with our stick above the knee. So I try to touch briefly and show kids what this looks like and how it is in a, in a reasonable amount of time because I, when I'm teaching, I don't want them just standing around. But I wanna to touch on some of these key components and then drill it in week after week after week. So in a six week, eight week session, they're just regurgitating back and showing me uh, what that is. And so when we look at, again, instruction, so if you're looking at how can I assess some of this stuff, there are ways that you can, can see physically what kids are learning. How are they learning? Do they understand the concepts? And then can they show you those concepts over the time frame? And that's really one of the nice things too, is you have those opportunities to see and do that if you need to, specifically if you're in, say, a physical education setting where you have to, you have to evaluate standards and things like that. So for me, the biggest ones is to emphasize those key things as far as safety are concerned before we even go forward. But then it gives me an ability to come back as those, those touch points and reminders just to keep them, uh, keep them engaged and keep them building from that. And then going into that, you just basically just start adding all the other components on top of it. And that's really one of the things I like. Now, some of the things I noticed when I have done specifically like my league versus my classes, in my leagues, I usually don't get uh, as much that hands-on time to discuss those things with the kids. Sometimes with the league, kids are coming in that have never played, but their parents signed them up for it. So I have to figure out how do I get the, the kids that have been in my classes for even one session, but two, three years, 
And the kid that's never played before, how do I get them all on the same level? Because when you're doing a league and it's just about let's play the game, we're moving, we're, we have taught the rules as best as we can, um, but you're going to see more uh, sticks come up. I've noticed sticks kind of flying up off of off of each other's sticks as they're coming in and kind of being a little more aggressive for the ball, which, again, it happens, but it's a good touch point to talk and remind kids about those stick heights and things of that nature. So I, I, it's one of the things that I, uh, when I first did my league, I noticed sticks coming up more, not because of the, the backswing, but as they come through the ball, and somebody has their stick out that creates that ramp. The sticks collide, and then one stick slides up the other, and a kid catches a hand, and, and now their hand's hurting or finger's hurting or something like that. And it gives a different ability to kind of talk about how do we, on the defensive side, how do we go for the ball in a way that um, can avoid that, even though that, that can still happen, but also from the player side to making sure that when they come through that ball, they need to, on the completion of the swing, control that stick to keep it below the waist. So there's a lot of different things kind of happening, but I find that when you focus on a few of those key components, and as you're playing, you remind them uh, to, about that, you tend to see that learning curve go up and you see a lot more of those incidents go down. And that's where if I'm scrimmaging, for instance, I may, depending on the situation, even with adults, I may or may not call certain fouls. We address the fouls, but if a stick comes up or, or I want the play just to kind of keep going in a scrimmage, for instance, instead of constant start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, um, then I will just do verbal reminders to say, hey, reminders to keep sticks down. I have found that tends to help not only with the gameplay, but allow people to get that verbal reminder. And I see over the long term far less issues with sticks coming up and things like that. But it comes back to the education. We have to keep kind of reinforcing those things in a positive way to keep things, uh, to keep the learning fun, to keep it safe and enjoyable at the same time. So those are a couple just real brief tips about how I instruct things that I kind of try to approach specific to introduction and, and kind of introducing the sport. If you're interested in more information about the sport, more tips and tricks, uh, in general, check out my website. I do weekly blogs. We have more on the podcast. And you can find that information at www.floorballguru.com.